Hey, it's good to be with you again. Thanks for being with us. Uh, T's not with us today. She's at a conference in West Kentucky, but by the time you see this, uh, she will have already been back home with us. So uh, thank you for, for being a part of this broadcast. And also, uh, we pray that we're a blessing to you. Um, I'm in a little small series, and it's out of 2 Timothy chapter 2. And we're going to handle verse 5 today, but we handled 3 and 4, verse 3 and 4 last Sunday, which talked about Paul says to Timothy in ministry, be like a good soldier. And today he's saying, be like an athlete. And we're going to be handling that today uh, in the challenge of us just living our life and surrender to Jesus. So I want to read the verse to you and then have a word of prayer with you, and then we'll get into the, we'll get into the text and the sermon. <clears throat> it says, 2 Timothy 2.5. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Let's pray together. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Any word of knowledge given to me to speak to a person or their situation that's uh, listening or watching. Uh, Lord, if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, you will remind me that you look at all of us, um, but you see me differently. I'm a teacher and a preacher, and uh, there is a great judgment, a more strict judgment on my life. And uh, I know that, and I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray, his name that I preach. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, Paul to Timothy about ministry. The first segment is, if anyone competes as an athlete, uh, really what he's saying here is get in the game. It's, it's, you're, you're competing. You're not on the sidelines. You're not a spectator in the stands. You're, you're absolutely getting into the game. It's a picture of surrender here. Uh, I'm participating. Uh, there's been a surrender already. And uh, I want you to know with Paul, and then there are other places in Scripture as well, John uses it in writing, that he gives the imagery of an athlete. Last sermon, I gave you the imagery that Paul uses of a soldier. But today we give you the imagery of an athlete. Um, and in uh, Hebrews 12, 1, he's talking about running a race, laying aside the weight, uh, which would be you, you weighed yourself down. They, they had weighted, weighted uh, they would run with weights to add extra to their training. Um, he would run the race. Uh, other places like John, and right, he talks about the crown of, of life, meaning the reef that is placed on if you've had victory. First uh, Timothy chapter four, verse seven, um, he is talking about training, which really is training for an athletic event. Let me read it to you. It's verses seven and eight, first Timothy four but have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths. Rather, train yourselves in godliness, for the training of the body has limited benefit. It does have benefit, but limited. Uh, but godliness is beneficial in every way since it holds promise for the present life and also the life that is to come. Training is the picture here, training as an athlete. But just notice, he doesn't say don't exercise. He just said, um, and, and we, we can be in a, a, in, in a craze here with exercise, and, and we should do that. We should be in, in a part of that. But he's saying it's limited, but godliness, the character of you, the holiness of you, is beneficial in every way for both now and forever, the life that is to come. First Timothy six twelve. fight the good fight. You've seen that, right? 
uh, is a picture and it can be a boxing situation. In fact, even Spurgeon in one of his sermons uh, talked about how the, there are rules to athletic event and even in the boxing part of it, uh, there were places that you weren't allowed to hit uh, and that's still true even today. Then in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 27, uh, don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way to receive the prize. Not everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. However, they do it they they do it to receive a crown that will fade away, meaning what their trophy will fade away. <clears throat> but we we have a crown that will never fade away. Therefore, I, I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air, um, just in the shadow box. Instead, I, decide, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. And that's gonna be an important verse here in just a moment. So I just wanted you to see uh, the picture of imagery. Um, and also, he says, if anyone competes as an athlete, which means we're getting into the game, we're not spectators, we're not sideliners, we're actually in the game, it's a point of surrender. He said, if, if, if you better know what you're getting into. <clears throat> if you're gonna compete as an athlete, you're gonna take the field, hit the courts, navigate the course, run the race, whatever. <clears throat> if you're gonna do those things, you better know the rules that apply to such an activity or an event. And, uh, which leads us to the next point. I'm actually going to the end of the verse and then come back to the middle of it, okay? Uh, also, if anyone competes as an athlete is what we just handled. Now we're gonna handle he competes according to the rules. <clears throat> you need to know the instructions. You need to know the rules that are governing the game. I, uh, I can remember coaching here in Lawrenceburg, Anderson County, <clears throat> when Andrew and Laura were little, but I can remember Andrew's playing Little League and uh, uh, we, were, we, we were playing, there's one particular coach who's a dear friend of mine, and uh, he, he just read the rule book a little more uh, definitively than the rest of us. We just like, ah, we know the rules a little league, you know? So he, he, he read it a little more and, and we'd be playing him and he would instruct uh, his runners to do this on the base and we're like, you can't do that, you know? Well, the truth is they could do it. It was in the rules. We just didn't, we just didn't read them as definitively as he did. And he was all well within his rights to be able to do that. <clears throat> he just knew the rules. You gotta know the rules that are governing the game. Uh, these rules are the, the things that must be done would be the rules and the things that are expected, which would actually be from the coach. Uh, in this day and time, in Paul's picture, and even later, if you competed in the events, if you competed in what we would refer to as sanctioned events in athletics, then uh, there were two things that you had to do. You need to know the rules of the event that you're in. And there was a 10 month training period uh, and you were held to a special diet and you would have to give consent, meaning character consent, that you did this in these 10 months. It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Then, the middle of July, where we are right now, they can start football practice coming up, uh, and but you can't do that. You can't have those practices before a certain date in the summertime. Same with college, same with, with high school. 
the you need you need to know the rules of the sport and you need to know what in this case were the training rules um, today we have people in place for that they're called compliance officers uh, drug testing now the name image likeness situation going on and it, it's just you know recruiting and all that the scene that we stay by the rules because we don't want people key people and teams to be uh, disqualified or, or even in any way um, sanctioned to not be able to play here, here's my point there's a character here a character here in meaning you're gonna have to give your word that you did the 10 months training they didn't keep a clipboard or they didn't they didn't have an apple watch that, that or they didn't have a fitness band that took care of all that it just had to be the character part of it and here's the problem Do you know why we have to have compliance officers and athletics uh, do you know why we have to have drug testing uh, do you know why we have to have recruiting recruiting policies is because people cheat you understand people cheat um, and the problem here is we want to take shortcuts uh, we try to figure out the shortcuts the shortest distance between two points is a straight line and we try to figure out how how can I navigate around this requirement to have an advantage and I really believe in this point. I really believe Paul is telling Timothy in a way Timothy would understand. It takes me and you a little more research and study to understand this, that, that, that he competes according to the rules. He's telling Timothy, Timothy, have character and integrity in your life. Have character and integrity there. Um, one of our staff who was here for a number of years is now pastoring in Ohio, Drew Causey. And Drew just recently graduated with his doctorate from Asbury Seminary. And I went to his hooding ceremony, which is separate from the graduation ceremonies. And I went there and uh, uh, Dr. Tennant, who's the president of the seminary, gave the charge of responsibility to the, to the doctoral students and to the audience. He made a point that said in there, he said, the, basically, I'm giving this as a paraphrase. I do have it in quoted version, but I'm just going to give it to you in paraphrase. Dr. Tennant said that the really a problem with our culture today is that as believers, we say, what is the least I can do to serve the Lord? What is the least I can do? Man, when I heard that, man, I just latched onto that thing like Velcro. And I went to him after the service, identified myself, introduced myself, told him, and he's a great author, he's written several books, and I said, man, you need to do something with this because I think that's where our culture is. Do, do you get my point? My point is we have an attitude of what's the least I can do and still be recognized as somebody that surrendered my life to Christ. The word competes used in verse 5 means we're in the game, that we have surrendered our lives to Jesus. And listen, I'm going to say this as a pastor to any of you watching and to our congregation, and I'm not saying you're part of my con you're not part of my congregation because obviously you are. But the the key here is you need to know the marching orders that Jesus has given us. You know, you don't we don't get to pick and choose some things. Um, what are what are the rules of the game that he's given us? What are our marching orders? John 14, 15, a very simple verse. Jesus said this about himself. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
which are the rules to the game. And I don't really like to use rules that much because you, you tend to have a, a, a negative reaction to that. But it's keep my principles, my kingdom principles. It sounds better, but it's still the same thing. Uh, we surrender to him and the, the living in this surrender that, that must be done. What are, the, what are the ways he wants me to live my life? And we, we need to learn to live by his kingdom principles and we need to learn them and live by them. Hang on, not play. Not play. In my, in my notes, I've got play capitalized and in bold letters. Not play. How do I live, live, live for the Lord? So here's the challenge for you here. Um, the challenge here is if you understand the kingdom principles of God, now listen to me, okay? They'll be higher than the laws of man. Now I don't want to get into speed limit arguments here. Um, in fact, I drive so slow now that Julie's like, can you at least drive the speed limit? And I'm not doing it to just, you know, be holier than thou or a purist uh, or even a Puritan, you know? I'm not doing that. I just like to. I just do things slower than than ever before, and I do it on purpose. Julie's like, pick it up, you know, drive at least the speed limit. I'm not talking about you know that you're not a Christian, or you're not following Jesus if you drive 60 and a 55, you know, or whatever. That's not the point. If you live with the principles of God, the way we need to live with Him, and then we need to live with fellow man. His principles will always be higher than the law of man. You need to know that. There's a challenge here. So discover his kingdom principles, specifically in the Gospels, but throughout the New Testament and even the Old, and live them. And they are a sign that we love him. And then I told you I was going to go back to the middle. In the middle of that verse, it says, uh, also, if anyone competes as an athlete, we've handled that. We've handled the, the end. He competes according to the rules, character and integrity there, right? He, and then, but the middle said, unless he competes as an athlete, uh, he is not crowned unless he competes by the rules. Um, competing by the rules is living with the kingdom principles. The crowning, the crowning or the winning would be that of a reef. And you remember in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27, uh, Paul even says that the reef that we get, basically it's not a, not a trophy or a statue, but a reef, it fades away. <clears throat> it's going to fade away. But the crown that, uh, that we get and the, the winning that we get from the Lord will never, ever fade away. But we have a crown that's given by Him. So you're, if, if, you're, if you're not competing according to the rules, the picture here is you're going to be disqualified. Is, is not crowned, the phrase is not crowned is a picture of being disqualified. Guys, we don't like to hear that, do we? I mean, there's some scary things in scripture and I'll just be honest with you. Uh, one of them is in the, in the gospels where it says, you've done, you've, you've done this and this and this in my name, uh, and, uh, but I never knew you. I never, it's the power of his name, but he said, I never knew you. Uh, another one is in Peter where it says it's better off to have never known the truth than know it and turn your back. And um, all these pictures have a picture of being disqualified. 
even Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 27. Let me go back to verse 27. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. We, we want to see a Savior that is welcoming and opening, and He absolutely is. I was telling Logan before he preached, I no longer say he's the God of a second chance because he gives us more than two, right? Um, his grace and his mercy abound in an incredible way. But this is a difficult truth. This is a difficult truth. Uh, if you remember a number of sermons ago, we were talking about the bridegrooms, the parable of the bridegrooms. And some of them didn't have enough oil and they went into town and the, and the groom came and he went to the wedding banquet and he shut the doors on those who were not ready. Uh, it becomes a difficult thing. It's tough. There's no doubt. It's tough for me to say it. But uh, un, unless, uh, unless is not crowned, unless he competes by the rules, means that there is a life that is pleasing to the Lord. And this is a difficult truth. Sadly, and I want you to hear this and see this picture. Sadly, many are not even in the game but they still wear the jersey and the team colors. Do you pick that up? Uh, they they still able to do that. I, I've seen people, I'm gonna go back to the other sermon last Sunday and talking about a soldier and people who are wearing soldier gear, even badges and pins and, and things that they have seemingly uh, uh, earned in war and acknowledgments of what they have done and they're, it's all false. You know, they've never served, people question them, they get them tangled up in the language and maybe where they had served. And listen guys, listen to me, we're in the game. We're, we, we can, if you compete as an athlete, we're in this game. <clears throat> and so realize what it is that the Lord wants us to live by and be staunch in that, be true in that. I believe in the authority of scripture uh, I believe that God's word speaks to even what we're going through in 2022 today. So sadly, many are not in the game. They've got the jersey, they've got the team colors, but they don't compete. And compete means be in the game. This is what I think Paul is trying to tell um, Timothy as an athlete picture. He has self-control, have endurance, have knowledge, know what the rules are, which in this, with our life would be, what are his kingdom principles? I, I'm following him, I wanna know what his kingdom principles are, I wanna live by them, and I wanna be pleasing to him and bring glory to him. And then the last one is discipline, so self-control, endurance, knowledge, and then discipline is what he's saying to us. That's what he's saying to you as well. L listen, folks. Dig into his word and find out what he asks of us as his followers. Don't, don't figure it out according to what you do, okay? Don't, don't rewrite the rule book. Find out what his word says to us. And his word is a blessing to us. It feeds us. It is spiritual nourishment. It feeds our soul and it gives us strength and courage to be able to follow him even within that day. So as an athlete, self-control, endurance, knowledge, and discipline, you need to live by those, okay? Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, get in the game. And he is, he is not crowned, he's disqualified unless he competes according to the rules. Follow the principles of Jesus and you're gonna have an incredible abundant life and a forever eternal life, okay? Thanks for being with us. As always, I love you, and we say to you, grace and peace. Make sure you live in both of them. God bless you.